this is my hottest take and i'm gonna i'm ready to defend it i mean i like the premise <laughs> of course you would <laughs> there's a clip for you god it's not even a clip this is just everyday life with alex yeah i'd fuck <laughs> a sister like a guy who's never had family <laughs> family i just don't have siblings yeah well i mean you know what you're right you're into you're from the south kissing cousins is no stranger to you no it's not it definitely isn't hello everyone it is that time of the month again time for anime club after dark to pop a squat and hit you all the best and worst of what we have been indulging in recently i told you i was going to come up with a unique intro for these i told you you had a chance to, you had a chance to get used to it fuck oh. you if you laugh pop a squat i thought it hey listen i, I like it, it. No, no no it's good dude it's, it's funny it as works. fuck i like it it works i am your host alex and tonight i am joined by our czar of source material john i I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> I listen. A couple of days ago, I said to you guys in our private chat, "Hey guys, I made us some new intros. Check them out." You know what? I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I saw it. I I was okay with it. Then I heard it, and now I'm kind of regretting it. Listen, this is going to be the intro from now on. You can't stop me. Uh, we also have our dumpy boy Chinoda. Oh, it's different in the doc, but okay. Oh, is yeah. It? Hi, how are you he added, guys? He literally just added thick dumpy. How thick dare dumpy. he? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking ghost edit this within 0.5 seconds of him reading it, so that way he'll be fucking fooled. <laughs> Gaslight him into thinking he wrote the wrong thing or said the wrong thing. <laughs> no, no, it's dumpy boy now. Dumpy, dumpy boy. Okay, he is our dumpy boy. Um, before we actually get started, I do want to remind everyone who is uh, watching or listening, if you like what you see, uh, do throw us a like. Uh, if you have anything to say about what we've said tonight, uh, do throw a comment down below. And if you want to see more, there's always that subscribe button. It does really help us out. I know, I know, it's it's cliche, and you don't want to hear it, but it really does help. It Smash really does. that bell button to get notified <laughs> right away when we upload. Um. I can't remember yeah. anything else that other people do. How about this? <laughs> it's motivation for us to keep going. Please, dear God, go. we need it. <laughs> there you go. Well, <laughs> some of us need it more than others. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the second of our new monthly series, The Monthly Dump, where we will get together and talk about the things we have been watching, uh, reading, uh, whatnot, and tell you whether we like them or not. Um, hot takes may abound. Uh, be warned. <laughs> Yeah, it's more and like some very lukewarm takes and some absolutely ice cold takes as well. I feel like because, you know, for an anime podcast, we don't talk about currently airing anime very often mm -hmm. other than after we've watched it. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. And we the only, used the only to other time a long we, time ago. And the only other time we really do that on a regular basis is our season previews where we talk about what's about to air. Yeah. So I, I just felt like. People like it when I rant. Some people don't like it when I rant, but I like to rant about shows that I'm watching all the time. <laughs> and um, um, I decided I'd share it with the world now. There you go. I don't know if this is like the proper place to, to do this, but I feel like if we wait till our next WTF, it's probably going to be too long. I want to talk very briefly about what happened with Mal this week because it's very entertaining. <laughs> uh, so Mal, aka my anime list, had a thing go out saying, uh, yo, we got to shut down the site for like two days for emergency maintenance. Uh, details to follow. And uh, those details to follow were some brilliant 
motherfucking autistic serial experiments lane fan uh found out how to access their back into their website and change the titles of every single anime on the site to serial experiments lane the fuck yeah and like they upped the lane score to like number one right yeah, they gave it like a 10 out of 10 in like in the rankings. Like they made everyone give it a 10 out of 10. You know, there's quite a lot of things that I'm like, you know, doing it for the lulls, like an anonymous doing random shit, like watching the whole um capture the flag with Shia LaBeouf thing. Hilarious. People or the Bodie McBoat their... face thing. Yeah, like I, I love random shit like that. And then there's other things where I'm just like, why? Why would you spend all this effort to do this? Like I I don't get it. I don't either, but I mean, it, it, it tracks for a Serial Experiments Lane fan, though. Yeah, it really does. They are, <laughs> it really um, does. They're out there. Uh, no, nah, Serial Experiments Lane is a good a good older anime that you should definitely watch if you haven't before, but um, I just found it very entertaining that they had to shut down the site for like two whole days to fix it. Oh, it's actually hilarious to me. Um, of all the things to get hacked with... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Mal's website is pretty old and outdated. Mm. So I yeah. could imagine that it'd be easy to find exploits to like get into the back door. Oh, but... I'm sure it was. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I found it uh, personally funny. Um, one thing I definitely want to talk about that I have started watching and I find is uh, it was super hype before the uh, current season. And I, I get it now. I get it. Um, Oshinoko is pretty good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude it's i am enjoying watching the anime but mm. doing my like I, I think i read i caught up to the manga in like two days or something i just is this what you call down. due diligence john like you watch something it's like i gotta go read it i gotta do my due diligence no 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 like i said i was so hyped for oshinoko's opening song by yo Asobi that mm. i said fuck it i'm gonna read the manga <laughs> So honestly, yeah, like as good as as good as the OP is, like all of the music in it is just really good for a show that's uh, like essentially about, uh, I guess, minor it's a murder mystery, here. a murder mystery. I mean, it's also I, I like it a lot because there's a lot of you see a lot of into like the entertainment industry, like mm. behind the scenes for idol culture, um, models, movie actors and stuff like that. Mm hmm. Like the yeah, things I mean, it, that it, it focuses heavily on idol culture, which I think, I mean, I see it kind of changing in Japan a little bit, but by and large, it's still the same as it's always been, and it's very toxic behind the scenes. Oh yeah, like the whole toxic fan. Like talk. Speaking of toxic fans, like it's, it's kind of the main theme of the uh, first yeah. episode. Yeah, that, that's Crazy something else I wanted to talk about. The first episode is feature length. Um, what do you guys think about that? I loved it. I, I loved it. Having the so, entire prologue in that one episode. I don't like sitting through very long episodes because, for example, ReZero is hour long, hour and a half long. ReZero's first episode, I just couldn't like. It took so long to go through it, and only the last 15 minutes were actually like, yo, what the fuck is happening? This is finally mm -hmm. interesting. And then it never gets interesting ever again after that. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> uh, Oshinoko, <laughs> I felt like it. If I didn't read it beforehand, I don't think I would have liked the first half of the uh, episode. Like, it was funny here and there, but I, I, I don't know. 
um i like it now because again i read the manga so i knew what was coming so i was just like oh what the fuck like the twist at the end of the first episode like or rather i should say really good the ending to the prologue is like yo what the fuck yeah like it hooks you it really does that that's something like i feel like it it helps the series in the sense that that episode is like nearly 90 minutes long because there's a huge tonal shift at the end of that first episode and i feel like like, if you had that after like three or four episodes in yeah, it doesn't seem like it's it seems like it's a slice of life, like kind of weird. Um, like a pseudo isekai or no, a reincarnation no, a tensei. tensei. Yeah, it's a tensei. So uh, you're kind of just like whatever. Like, I love the dancing baby scene doing the otaku dance. But John, like halfway through that, you would be forgiven for thinking this is going to be like a slice of life, like a tensei-esque slice of life where you're just going to watch these two kids grow up. And you might have like... um like time skips here and there, which there were a couple of uh, minor time skips in that first episode. Um, and you thought, I, I thought that was going to be the whole like series and the, the mystery right. was going to be who got her pregnant. Yeah. I, I definitely thought that too, until I saw the stalker dude. And I was like, Oh no, I know where this is going. <laughs> so I didn't even know the tags about it. I just saw that uh, from brief reading up the summary of something about an idol i was like okay cool and it's uh and who she's voiced by i was like all right cool i'm here for it let's go so i was so goddamn blind when i went into it i just not expecting anything i didn't see any i didn't even think it was gonna be a mystery holy shit i mean i I went into it blind as well other than the fact that i was like okay yo sobi does the opening song and it's pretty hype so let's read it (laughs) and I, i just knew people liked it and I didn't know why people liked it. But now I understand. Now, I have only watched the first three episodes so far. In fact, during our watch party uh, this weekend, we're going to catch up on Oshinoko. Uh, but those first three episodes, I'm hooked, man. Like, I, I'm I'm, I'm, in it for the long haul now. Oh, absolutely. I also thought that um, I did not know Aka, Akasaka wrote this. The guy who wrote um, Kaguya-sama, Love is War wrote this and i was like i, I would never Which, be able to hear hearing that after the fact i can kind of see it a little bit with a couple of the character designs because there are a couple of character designs that are somewhat reminiscent no i'm just talking roughly. about like the tonal stuff like, oh yeah about, the tonal stuff is completely different yeah like the art style sure it's a little bit similar uh how they do the reactions and stuff like that he kind of writes his characters kind of all the same with like how they do uh commentary and reaction they're all Hayasaka and uh, Kaguya, to be mm-hmm. honest, like the girls. I get that, but the actual tonal, the tone of the uh, manga the and narrative. the show just completely like not. It does not seem like it no. at all. And I'm like, yo, what no. the fuck? <laughs> and I, again, I didn't know who wrote it because I didn't pay attention to that until after I watched the first episode. And someone was like, I can't believe the writer of uh, Kaguya-sama made this. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, what? same. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? And I looked I also, up. I was like, oh, it is. Holy shit. Dude is talented. What can I say? Yeah. I he, mean, he, obviously awesome. he has a, a lot of um, uh, variations in the styles of his writing, which is good to see. Um, well, I think it's, it's crazy that Kaguya-sama, like, that's his breakout anime. He got popular over that. But then then out of nowhere, he finishes Kaguya, and he's like, yo, I got a different story, though. <laughs> hit, him, hit, him with that, hit him with that bass drum. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, damn, okay, like, okay, okay. 
And it, it is it is like it's good to see because you see a lot of writers out there. Yeah, they might write one good thing, but then the rest of the all the stuff they write is just it's just like that one thing. And it's like there's no variation, there's no there's no Dang. changing up you're your taking writing. Shots at Stephen King, you taking shots at Dean Koontz. I like Dean Koontz though, even though he does write the exact same story over and over. Um <laughs> Hey, at least books. at least when Stephen King was on cocaine, he came up with some good stuff, man. Wow, <laughs> Alex. Dude, the, the dude, know, the dude has like eight of his novels that were co-written by cocaine, man. It's fine. I'm pretty sure Stephen King had a ghostwriter, didn't he? I mean, he has had a ghostwriter before, but not for a whole lot. Hmm. Um, trust me, that stuff that he was making in the late 80s, early 90s, that was all him and and Peruvian what, like, margin powder. Um I think it, yeah. Like my, I remember I watched the the it remake, and my younger brother was like, "Yeah, I can't believe they didn't put in the um child gangbang scene." And I'm like, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" There is actually <laughs> yeah, no, really. there is actually a child gangbang scene in the it novel. Okay, I hate to be that guy, but technically it wasn't a gangbang. They ran a train on the poor girl. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. There <laughs> because is- I, after he told me that, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you don't know about the book? I'm like, no, I've never read the damn book. And he's like, in the book, they have the scene where she has sex with all the dudes to to never forget what happened here. I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I look it up, and I'm like, okay. So literally, he describes these children, literal children, teenagers, like 12 to 13, 14, whatever having sex with the girl and like describing in in very much detail stephen king you gross motherfucker about how (laughs) the characteristics of the boys shown through with the way that they loved some of them were more childlike and other was more awkward i'm like why would you do that stephen king did this book really need this i don't think so Hmm. oh god um something else i really like about oshinoko is the art style it it very much reminds me of um no game no life like the very bright colors oh yeah oh very Um, stylistic yeah very stylish very it has a very unique uh stylized aesthetic to it and that i i really really like it and it's it's um contrasted against this very dark story i think the characters like the surrounding characters in oshinoko are Mm. all well written i really Mm. like them like um Kana Arima, she's awesome. I fucking love her. Uh, there's a girl you have yet to meet yet. Uh, I think she'll show up in the next episode. She was in the last episode, the latest episode, episode five. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't watched that yet. I've only watched step but three. The more you learn about her, oh god, oh, there's so much I want to talk about from the manga, but I ah, no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, I and yeah, we're watching it for the watch party, so I know that people fun. um. There is specifically one person I remember in the server saying, like, yeah, Oshinoko sucks. And I'm just like, interesting take. Interesting take. <laughs> and they never to elaborate. Themselves. No. No. <laughs> like, oh, bye, Chinoda. Oh, bye, Chinoda. What the fuck? Your what camera just your said camera? no. Oh. Uh oh. Scuff streams. Oh, we're not even streaming. We're recording. We're not what streaming. <laughs> I know anyway. you keep saying oh, that. There, there he go. is. Okay. He's back. I don't know, man. It, it, every recording is a stream now. We're just re- we're just streaming everything we do now. That's just how it is now. Okay? It's stream of consciousness. Um, yeah i I understand why people wouldn't like Oshinoko because like, I it's not appealing to learn about this because it seems you set setting up the murder thing happening like the murder mystery like who done it right mm. in the first episode and like the slow crawl it's been since. 
Mm. I would be like, it's understandable because again, it's the same reason I didn't like ReZero. It sets up this crazy huge twist in the first episode and it takes so fucking long to revisit like what's happening because it's like, yeah. it's got to spend time building the characters and all this stuff. And in my opinion, ReZero builds all these characters up for no fucking reason because it never comes back into play. Like the whole like REM thing and it's just like, yeah, well, I, we're just going to cuck her. With, with ReZero, and, and I think this is kind of plays into the nature of the story, there's a fair number of red herrings in ReZero, and it gets frustrating after a while. Yeah, it's kind of like, that's the point, though. And I'm like, well, the point fucking is dumb, and I hate it. Um, <laughs> and you will not elaborate. <laughs> I won't. I've elaborated enough about why I hate ReZero. I don't need to do that ever again. I guess I could do that for this episode, too. But um, I think it's a pretty lukewarm take in my opinion like the people who hate ReZero hate it for the same reasons i hate it and the people who love it love it for the dumbest reasons like oh but rem is so cute oh like i don't give a fuck i just matter like because i like watching i like watching subaru suffer listen that <laughs> you and show man you guys are weird you love watching it i'm like i hate subaru's character because he's so mm. dumb oh no don't get me wrong i'm not a particularly fan of his character either. that's why i like watching him suffer Jesus That's why I can't Christ. stand There's watching. something wrong with you psychopaths. <laughs> like, the fact that he takes one step forward, but then he has to move two steps back, and then he's, like, super fucked up over it, and I'm like, quit being a little bitch, baby, man. You have literally... Whatever. I'm not getting into it. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of animes that are super beautiful looking and cute, but I don't give a fuck about that because the story sucks, the Terrace Cafe and its goddesses is fucking the worst. I hate this anime. It, I'm, But at the same time, I like it because it's got an interesting premise. It's just that whenever any of the women or the main character for that matter, whenever any of the characters on screen open their goddamn mouth, I just want to slap a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, here's the premise. A guy who went to Tokyo university, but then his grandma dies. So he goes back to the countryside or whatever. And he inherits this cafe and it's uh, there's beautiful women abound who live in it. And they became family with the grandma because he abandoned his grandma. And I'm like, all right, you're a piece of shit. You should feel bad for abandoning your grandma. And this whole entire premise of like, oh, I'll restore it because fuck the guy who talks shit about my grandma. I'm like, I'm here for that. I like this story. Fuck that guy. We're going to show like a redemption up. story. Yeah. And then literally the characters open their fucking mouths. And I'm like, God, I hate this fucking anime. I hate this, these characters. They're so fucking terrible. Like. Okay. They're such stereotypes and it's, like one dimensional. Oh my god, dude! Let me talk about the stereotypes. So obviously, <laughs> you've got buxom-bodied women in this fucking show, and they're all stereotypes. Like, there's the cool Onesan, uh, there's the caring Onesan, there's the fit tomboy, there's the Sundere, and then there's the bitch gal. Okay, your five stereotypes in any fucking stereotypical hair. Oh, don't forget, okay? uh, what's her name? Childhood okay. friend. That's the uh, caring Onesan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they haven't. They haven't talked about her being the childhood friend yet. It's just she's said something. It's very like, oh. obvious. They hinted I mean, at it's it. It's pretty obvious. So yeah, they're, they're hinting at it because she talks about like, oh, you've changed. You haven't changed that much at all, main character San. And I'm like, oh, so she must know him. But all right, so you have your five main stereotypes. And let me tell you about how to make them worse. <laughs> you caring Onesan type? Let's give her a smell fetish. Whenever she gets fucking drunk, she's just like, mm, I love the smell of sweaty men. You smell it's like my so dad. And I'm like, what the fuck, lady? <laughs> Literally in the first episode, this happens. And I'm like, yo, no. And then, God, obviously the tomboy character, she's, first of all, she's in high school. Okay. Everyone else is like of age. They're all 19 or older. Except this one girl. She's like 
high schooler. I think she's 17, actually. I don't even think she's 18. She's 17. I could be wrong. I don't care. It doesn't matter. She is your stereotypical muscle uh, fucking tomboy, and she's dumb as fuck. And that is her trait. And they keep talking about how dumb she is every fucking episode. And I'm just like, I'm fucking tired of this. Stop using the same goddamn joke. Why? We get it. She's dumb. She's a muscle head. It's Stop so bad. With the same <laughs> fucking every episode without fail. They do something where like, oh, this girl, haha, she's so fucking dumb. And I'm like, is that attractive? Do people find that attractive? Haha, <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, is that, do people like it? Is that, well, where's the audience? All right. And then, you have the Sunere, who's, you know, stereotypical Sunere. She's just like, yeah, yeah, ba ba baka, whatever. And then, like, literally, there's no character growth for her at all. And there's no reason for her to like the main character other than he goes, oh, I like your uniforms, though. Thanks for making those. They're actually really cool. And she's like, oh, oh you like so my arts and crafts? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> that's her character arc? That's it? That's it, bitch? Some dude goes, hey, you make some nice dresses, bitch. Like, oh pussy just gushing oh <laughs> is it that easy i didn't know holy shit man and god and then we have the the gal who's literally she's an evil piece of shit she tries to set this dude up with blackmail by making him like sexually harass the women and she tried to cat him like like a gotcha moment right where she she knows that the caring onesan type with the smell fetish gets real fucking weird when she gets drunk so she gets her drunk and makes her attack the main character dude in the first fucking episode, right? Just so this gal, the, she can get a picture and be like, oh, you can't kick us out now because if you do, I'll ruin your fucking life. And I'm like, you're a fucking bitch. A huge <laughs> fucking cunt. And then so Amber she's Heard. like, and it's like, and her character trait is instead of being the fashionable gal beachy type, she's also super serious and studious though. And I'm just like, you know what? This is, I actually do like her. <laughs> Other than the first episode where she's just like a complete fucking cunt. I hate her in the first episode. But I think her redemption arc of like, rather, it wasn't really a redemption. Her actual character of like, she's actually a very serious and studious type. She wants to be a business person. Uh, and she's actually very smart and she knows how to handle people. She's a people person. I'm like, this is actually great character writing. It's a like, shame that you oh, started her interesting off. now. Like when did yeah, this happen? she's a very interesting character. I actually really like her. And I also really like the, uh, the cool Onesan. She's actually super cool too. She's in a band. That's it. She's in a band. She's when you call her cute, she goes, Oh, don't call me cute. John, I'm kind of embarrassed. Do you know if that song she played is it a original or is no it from idea. somewhere? I don't care that much about this show. All I know is these are the two characters I actually like in the show. The other three I do not give two fucks about. Like, because so they you just... don't like this show. <laughs> I I don't like the show because I don't like the characters. Like three out of the five characters, or actually, I don't even like the main character that much. He's he's dumb as fuck. But I like the premise of the show, and I'm like, you could have done this a lot better. Get rid of that weird shit because I know why they put those that weird shit in there. They put it in there because they're like, okay, we need to make our harem unique. We can't just have the same five stereotypes. They need some something else to make them really like just stick out. And I'm just like, why? Why would you go the route of? She's just real fucking dumb. Like, that's so dumb. Why would you double down on that? Uh, the whole smell fetish thing? Why would you double down on that? I, I don't get it. Like, it, do people, is this what they're into? Is this what your audience is into? And it's just like, focus on good character writing and people will like your harem show because people fall in love with the girls in your harem, right? Not because they have weird quirks, because they actually have good character. 
maybe I'm wrong. I don't have data to support this, and people are just like that. I I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I, know, I, man. Say... Sometimes people fetishize uh, people over one specific work, so maybe they're not entirely wrong. Listen, I like the premise of the show. I just I hate the characters, <laughs> most of the characters, I should say. Again, just the uh the two girls I actually kind of like cuz I'm like, okay, well, the the gal bitch is a terrible person, but she's got a good heart and I, I like how she's like um she's just like really smart and she wants to do things her own way and I like her whole entire backstory. I was like, "You know what? Respect. I like this girl." And the same thing for the uh the cool uh band girl. She's also really cool. She's like, "I'm just in a band." I'd say something about the uh, the smell fetish girl. Oh my but God. if you've ever spent more than five minutes on our Discord server, you know I don't have a leg to stand on. Oh. <laughs> Alex, stop exposing yourself like this. Literally, but if you've got about... a foot to stand on, <laughs> oh, they talk God. about how the dumb girl, right? She she keeps asking the um, smell fetish Onesan girl, like, "Do you like the smell of your dad's socks?" And like just weird fucking shit in one of the episodes. And I'm just like, and it doesn't go on for like a segment or a, like a couple minutes. It goes on for like five minutes where she keeps bringing up, do you like the smell of your dad after he works out? You're like, Mike, what the fuck kind of fetish are you setting up for this girl? Leave her the fuck alone, dude. I feel Jesus so Christ. sorry for her. I don't know. It seems like she's just living her best life, man. The dumb girl. The drunk so version of her is. Yeah, the that's drunk the version thing. Of her is like... So like, she even like smells alcohol. She's like gone, and like that's that's her whole thing. That's her entire shtick. She's really nice. Uh, she's kind of a pushover, but can't hold she's her liquor. The caring Onesan, but she get freaky when she get drunk, boy. And I'm like, I guess that makes some people get off. I I don't know. Um, just saying, don't take advantage of people when they're drunk. That's kind of sexual assault. Kind of? No, it is. <laughs> just a wee bit, yeah. Just, just tiny bit. It's like, uh, you know, what's funny. The thing about like, there's that short on uh, YouTube, or a, a short, a video where it's like, consent is like a cup of tea, and then it's just like, I'm this explains consent so well. But that's all I got about the Cafe Terrace and his goddesses. Ah, okay. Chinoda, what do you got? Oh Lord! Okay, we're moving on to this. All right, I have a lot. <laughs> I I might have uh, gone a little bit too high. Um, Hell's Paradise is really fucking trippy, guys. Like, so I, I have a thing. I've watched the first <laughs> okay. three episodes. I've okay. watched the first three episodes of it so far, and you know, I, I think you guys probably do the same thing to the three episode rule, right? Where you give everything at least three episodes to kind of hook you, unless it's and it's incredibly right. bad in the first. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm still 50 50 three episodes in whether I want to keep going with this or not. You know what? I so this might be a hot take. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, I don't understand why it was so hyped up. Mappa. Like, because it was a shonen. That's why they had to the shit out of this, it because I, it's a basic shonen that the basic bitches will love. That's why it was so hyped up. So and that's I, all. If I recall correctly, <clears throat> on uh, Annie chart when we were doing our preview, <clears throat> Hell's Paradise was like rank three, I believe, and Oshinoko three or was four. Like, rank, like rank four. Like it was Oshinoko was below Hell's Paradise, and I was like, okay, I watched Oshinoko first before, I, or I watched uh, Hell's Paradise <clears throat> after I read Oshinoko, so I was like, it has to be really good then. And I'm kind of just like whatever on it right now. I like the mystery aspect because I love that crate that I, I love Hell's Paradise. Uh, mm -hmm. It's fucking weird. I love it. I want to see more of it. 
it just spends so fucking long not showing me the island. I want to see the island. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the little, like, uh, sleep paralysis demons. They're pretty cool. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like, this Buddhist <laughs> island of, like, just random monsters that are, like, doing sutras and shit like that. And you're like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? It's not even <laughs> like, Buddhist. What, Taoist, they said? I don't even know. Uh, I do, it is like, trippy, though. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's like some Alice in Wonderland weird. shit. <laughs> I just wish they would focus more on that because so far they've been focusing a lot on the human element of like uh, the main guy, Gabi Maru and his, um, I don't remember the person who's assigned to kill him. Uh, whoever his beheader is. The, yeah, the executioner. The girl, the girl, the executioner. They're focusing so much on that story. And I'm like, I really don't care about her too much. Like the first, I felt like one episode was fine when we talked about like exposited about her. We've spent the last three episodes, I believe, expositing about her now. And I'm like, I don't care. Show me more Which, of the monsters. I feel like I want to see more them fight. I would. The I think that would world. be more yeah. appropriate if they were like trying to make it a romance between them. But the main dude is already married. I mean, uh, maybe he'll cheat. Make it interesting. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but hopefully he won't because his I mean, his wife is super cute. <laughs> I think his wife is voiced by the Onisan girl. Or oh, really? Girl. Yeah, I don't. Again, we talked about this last episode, or I, yeah, it was in the WTF where we were talking. Like, I don't remember her name. I can never remember her name. I just know she voices Ayaka and Genshin. She does that uh, girl in Irregular at Magic High, where she goes Onisama. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, God, who else does she play? She plays a lot of. Everyone knows her. I just know her as the Onisama girl. <laughs> I will never forget her as the Onisama girl. Yeah, I, I don't know if I I'm told because people like to post spoilers online about like it gets crazier and it's more about Gabby Maru suffering and stuff like that. And I'm like, OK, oh, I do love me some suffer porn. Well, I again, I just want to see the atrocities, the horrors on this island, because like it, it's it's interesting. It is. I just wish it would hurry the fuck up and be more interesting. Yeah. Like, did we need an entire episode? It was like the second episode. Did we need an entire episode where you gather all the criminals together and just have a big old talk, and then they just kill each other? Like, I don't think that could... You could have done that in, like, ten minutes. Oh, the oh man. And then what happens literally the next episode? <laughs> yeah, like, they set that for this, like, battle royale, right? And then, like, half of the people instantly die. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I, I thought know. that was what it was um, going to be. I thought the rest of it was going to be like this battle royale. They're out. They have this like goal. They're trying to find this thing. And of course, they have to fight each other to get be the one to get it back. Right. So I definitely I, I called it wrong. I thought Hell's Paradise because when I first saw it, uh, the preview and read the stuff, I was like, OK, it's definitely going to be a battle royale with some mm. weird lost mystery element to it. Like, mm. you're not yeah. lost. They have like that the unexplainable smoke monster. Mm. I thought that's what the the whole like flowering plant thing was going to be like. This is unexplained smoke monster that's going to start killing people for no reason while people are just killing each other. And it's going to be like, who's the battle of the week, right? Like for the next week or two, they're going to be like for the next episode or two. Here's your main battles going on. Like there'll be like two or three different parties fighting each other. I thought it was going to be that right. I, I, I was completely wrong. And I'm kind of glad I'm wrong because I'm like, that's very predictable and very boring. Mm. But at the same time. The thing that's interesting about Hell's Paradise is not being shown, and that's why I'm kind of like 50-50 on it, because I want to see more of it. It's just so fucking boring sitting <laughs> through an entire episode of this executioner chick going, oh, I'm a woman, and I'm not allowed to executionate people. 
but my skills are top notch. But I can't I like executionate. He, just, he literally just came up with a new word, executionate. <laughs> because that's how it feels listening to her talk about <laughs> shit. <laughs> it so, does uh, a good job of showing the sexism of the times, though. Yeah, but like, yeah. why would you show me a much more interesting premise about, hey, look at these really weird fucking monsters on this island that can fuck people up in like 0.5 seconds and then like never talk about it ever again for the next three episodes? We'll only show yeah. it for one episode and then we won't talk about it again. Like, why? Why would you do that? <clears throat> it, you, you could make this entire thing about the monster of the week thing. I would like that. Seeing them fight. I want to see them fight monsters. Just, yeah, just I wouldn't be opposed life. to that. But, you know, again, I get it. Apparently, it's about the human element. So I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, sure, <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> but there's, I, I we think don't I will... know much about the main character guy, Gabby Maru. He's supposedly yeah. the main character. We, we're learning more about freaking his executioner than him. So, again, not interesting because he's not the, she's not the main character. Hmm. Um, I think I'll give it, like, another two or three episodes before I decide whether I want to drop it or not. But, like, like I said, I, like John, I am 50-50 at best. I think I'm going to watch all of it just because I, I don't have anything better to do this. Like I'm I'm winding down in my school, so I don't have that much homework anymore because I'm not doing like four or five classes a, um, a quarter. Chinoda, have you considered getting like clips for your I am shades? really thinking about it because like it is fighting me. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry, but go right. on, John. Um, No, that's it. That's all I want to say about Hell's Paradise. Uh, I don't know if it's good or not yet. It's got makings for a good show. I just wish they would show more of it. I am enjoying the actual like fighting scenes and all that. I think they. Oh look yeah, the fight great. scenes are awesome. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think the music's really good. Yeah, yeah. the OP is kind of like a banger. Actually, yeah, I don't like the visuals of the OP, but I like the song itself. Yeah, the, the visuals really actually good. throw me off. I don't like it too much. Can I also talk? Oh, I forgot to mention this during the Oshiko No Ko thing, but not only is the opening really good, but the ED is really good too. Yes, dog. It's I don't Dude, understand I, I, I just, how it's so good. I, I said it like the the music overall is just great in Oceanoko. Yeah, like it, man, this is gonna this is the Oceanoko episode where I just keep talking about how good it is. Honestly, I feel like we should do a spoiler cast for Oceanoko once it's done. Oh we'll God, see. I have so much we'll to see. say. <laughs> I, know, I think the manga's right? ending soon, though. Really? I think it's so. only gonna be eleven ep- episodes long, too. I wonder if it's gonna be a full adaptation. I don't know. I don't think they're going to adapt the whole thing in 11 episodes. Well, sure, oh, anything no. about it. Um, that, that happens. That happens. Definitely not. No, there's yeah. definitely going to be a, a movie or something afterwards that finishes off the series. Or some kind of shorter second season, maybe. Wait, so they can do it in a, one season and a movie or whatever? No, given... Because they're at episode four or five now, right? Five. Yeah, five. Okay, so they're at episode five. They've got six more episodes. They are definitely not going to finish it. They're going to get to the end of the first arc essentially they're going to get to the end of the first arc and then they're going to start the second arc and i think it's going to wrap up after the second arc or actually no the the first arc is the first episode so that would be the second arc and then i guess it's like a three-act play essentially the entire story yeah i I feel like it's like a three-act play there should be like three arcs because the main thing happens is the first episode that's like the first arc and then i guess it's hard to call them arcs because like there's each thing that happens isn't technically an arc like the uh what they're doing right now the 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 dating show is an arc and then there's like after that there's another arc and this and that but i i would say act it's like the first act was the first episode the second act is going to be whatever happens in this um season 
And then the third act will be like the last of it. However many arcs that takes. Okay. So I think it's going to at least get a season two for that. Okay. Oh, interesting. But yeah, I think eventually we will do a Oceanoko spoiler cast because I think everyone here who's watching it is loving it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, should we talk? I know Natai is not here, but can we talk about Vinland Saga? I mean, Natai has no hot takes more? on here. He has literally the coldest takes I mean, I've ever seen. Neither in my do life. I, but of course, I only have two things to talk about. So, oh, let I mean, me actually talk message him and I'm see if he's going to show so. up. I, I do want to. Well, Natai is having issues of his own. Let's not, yeah, <laughs> exacerbate them. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I just briefly want to talk about it because I do know one of the big criticisms of this season is that it's not anywhere near as action focused as the first season and i'm like yeah that's the fucking point it's a different kind of story um and let me tell you something if you go into every part of vinland saga thinking it's going to be like the first part no every single part of vinland saga is like a different type of story yeah because um, they're at the part where he's recovering like emotionally from all the fucked up shit that he's he's, yep. he's having a, a character the ptsd arc. yeah the ptsd arc you could say <laughs> yeah and um I know what arc they're on just because I, I saw people complaining about it. And I'm just like, well, then you don't really understand the point of Inland Saga if you're complaining no, about this. You don't. But I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. The second season so far is is absolutely fantastic. Um, I think that MAPPA has done a great job taking over yet another, vi uh, I almost said Viz, uh, WIT property. Honestly, MAPPA's yeah. MAPPA's killing it, dude. Like, it, <laughs> MAPPA is saving anime right now. MAPPA the is amount of shows they're anime. doing and killing the animators. quality of the shows that they've been putting like i know alex honestly. you hate attack on titan but mappa has tried their damnedest man oh i listen i nothing against the people that are working on it like i haven't been really watching it but i have seen clips from what's come out since uh mappa has taken over like like animation wise uh art wise they're doing a great job it looks very very similar to what they were doing over it at wit so i can't really fault them and you know what i'm gonna even say it the cgi titans look better with mappa than they ever did with wit <laughs> not wow. to say that they think i think they ever look good they don't but they look yeah, better like i don't think they ever looked good <laughs> uh but they do look better with map yeah mappa in general i think it is definitely killing it i just these animators need a vacation man yeah i feel bad for them like yo you guys might be doing too much for that on them yeah uh remember how we used to say that dean was gonna save anime that, that, that feels <laughs> i thought quick. we did that i thought we said that facetiously was that not a facetious thing i think at the time in 2016 2017 we legitimately thought that dean was like the new hot shit I thought it was a joke that we were all saying just because of like past Studio Dean things like the first Fate Stay series, Fate Stay Night, I believe, right? Yes. Um, Initial D. Um, yeah. Among stage. other failures of uh, Dean's Deanness. But you know what? Speaking of something that switched studios and I think is doing fantastic for itself, the Kunisuba spinoff is really good too. Oh my God. So, wait, what? Really? I haven't watched season two of Konosuba. Oh, yeah. Well, no wonder. Fuck Honestly, you, well, don't you don't even have need to, to watch this. It's a prequel. Yeah, yeah oh, it's, it's a prequel. prequel. Yeah, yeah. it oh, takes so. place before Cosmo even comes to the world. I just really don't care about, like, Konosuba. I saw the first season and I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of funny. And then I, I just, everyone's like, oh, it's so good. And I'm like, it's 
not that great actually the series has been through three different studios now and i don't think it's ever suffered a, a dip in quality because of it i don't understand how but i, I say hell yeah keep going um so I'm really loving the fact that we're getting, like, I just thought it would be more, you know, slapstick, uh, Megumi humor, all the funny shit, uh, lots of bakaretsu. Uh, no, it's a bit more serious than that. It's more backstory about the world than I thought. Um, a lot more about the Crimson uh, Village and the characters from there. And I'm, I'm just been, like, really loving it. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Like, like this is actually really it. cool. I like how we've seen that Megamine isn't even close to the stupidest person from that village. Oh, God, no. She's actually, like, <laughs> surprise, surprise. She's actually really fucking smart uh, when it comes yeah, to I a lot of things. Yeah, I thought that was like, she's the genius of the Crimson Demons. Isn't that? Yeah, but, but she always she literally said that. We never saw herself. any proof of that. <laughs> well, she hasn't lied yet, so. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, more Megamine is always good to me. You know, um, for, for a Hot Takes episode, these are very cold takes. It's not supposed Very. to be about hot takes. It's about something we're watching. No, no, no. It's a hot take episode. All right, I here's a hot take. Not enough naked Megamine. There you go. That's oh my god. Even that is the coldest take I have it. ever heard in my life. <laughs> Coming uh, from you're me, all you're right. fucking wrong. All right, Union is best girl. You're all fucking wrong. Anyway, I wish Natai was here because then he'd talk about how Darkness is actually best girl. As long as we all agree, Aqua is the fucking worst. I hate Aqua so much. She's so adorable. Damagami can go fucking die in a ditch. I really don't care about her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really, dog. my hatred of Aqua is that's keeping me from enjoying the rest of Konosuba. Fair enough, though. Fair enough. She's kind of dumb. <laughs> kind of? Okay. okay. Very dumb. <laughs> Very right. dumb. Um, I want to talk about Kamikatsu. Yeah. Okay. What even is this? Because I, so I know you talked about I, I it. Greatness is what it is. Honestly. I read, I read Kamikatsu before the anime came out just because it was something I picked up just randomly. And I was, Is yeah, the manga like the anime? No, the anime takes the piss out of everything more. <laughs> the um, great. That's great. So it's improvement shit. on the manga. I love so, that. So Kamikatsu, um, bringing God in a godless world or whatever the fuck it's actually called, is real fucking weird. And it's got low budget CGI, and they kind of just lean into it. And honestly speaking, I am enjoying it. I, I people are hating on it because they're like, "Oh God, this god awful CGI." They literally have an episode where they they take stock footage of some dude on a fucking um tractor or a combine, and they just deep fry it with filters, and then yeah. slap the fucking character's face on it while it moves across the screen. It's fucking hilarious. And they and didn't I'm do it like... a single time. They did it multiple times too. So it's it's low budget, but it leans into the fact that it's yeah, low they have fun with it. <laughs> they they take the piss out of the fucking show. Like I and in all honesty, I was like, I am enjoying the fact that they're doing this because this is a weird concept in general to try to make um into a anime. In my opinion, I think the manga is the manga is a lot more serious, but not serious. Like. It's got weird shit. Like, literally in the first episode, the main character wakes up being jacked off by one of the girls. Like, I saw that clip. That, that just the set the tone. She thinks she found a dead body. So she's like, all right, well, what better way than to check out my sexual knowledge than to try to jack him off to see if it helps revive him? And I'm like, what, what, what the fuck, lady? <laughs> and the whole idea that the villages on the outskirts are like, they're all deviants in some sort of way. It's weird. It's a very weird show. It's a very weird concept. And I, 
I I understand why people hate it because it's just it's not good of a show. It's it's, it's not mainstream anime, and no, they're not used. But to it that. is it is fucking weird, and I love talking, that it's. What weird. are you talking about, Shinoda? Have you not ever been jacked off to be revived? Come on, it's completely <laughs> mainstream. <laughs> oh my god, and I I I don't know if I can recommend Kamikatsu to anyone because. I feel like Kamikatsu is good for anime veterans. Uh, if you're new to anime and you watch Kamikatsu, you'll be so lost. You'll yeah, be like, I don't. I, what the, you I think would it's only the worst recommend this you'll to uh, veteran weebs and like not more newbies or casuals. Yeah, mm. like it's because it's just so weird now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's not even funny. Like Konosuba, how because Konosuba makes fun of like the stereotypical isekai type of shit. Yeah. So it's like uh it's kind of meta commentary. It's not even funny in that kind of weird funny way. It's just fucking weird. Like the entire concept of the fact that he reincarnates into the uh into a world where there's no gods or no religion and then he has to like rely on religion to make sure his village doesn't die. And then just the random shit that they get up to like join our religion, we'll give you tractors. <laughs> and it works. And it works. And it's so weird. It gets even weirder, but that's spoiler territory getting to like episode five and stuff like that. And I, I, I want to talk about it, but this is not a spoiler episode. I, I'm just someone, saying the Emperor and Loki and all that. Oh yeah. I saw like, yeah. I saw someone I saw someone online actually talk about this show and they described it as uh what would happen if Monty Python ever tried to make an anime. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, though, honestly though, it really is. And it's, if that's actually what it's like, I'm fucking here for it. Because, again, if you spent five minutes in our Discord server, you know I fucking love Monty Python. It's not... It, it doesn't have the Monty Python humor. It's just got the Monty Python, like, randomness of, like... The quirkiness yeah. of Monty Python. That's what yeah, it just has. Because like, we don't have the budget to do something. We're just going to do something stupid and absurd. Yeah. That's why I know you would love it, Alex. Just because of how fucking wacky out of the world it. it is. I don't, I don't know. I give it, you know what? Just well, oh, no, no. On... here's a selling point for Alex. One of the main characters, the goddess, is a lolly. Done. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought about clipping that the fucking guy was like drinking wine from her foot. And I was just like, this is out. I was gonna I was gonna clip that and just edit it and be like Alex and then literally any lolly in the world and just like send it to him, but because <laughs> I was gonna send it to him, and be like, "This is need I say more, Alex? I know you want to watch this show, dude." <laughs> Actually, hearing you guys talk about it and, and, and hearing about how like random it is, I kind of want to watch it now. Please do, please. Again, I think anime veterans would appreciate it. I don't think newcomers to anime would like Kamikatsu at all. <laughs> but uh, this kind of leads into my next one that I want to talk about: mm. uh, Magical Destroyers is a mind fuck but in a good way i love this fucking show it is my sleeper hit of the season i i went into it thinking that it was going to be dumb and it is kind of dumb but also <laughs> it's fucking like crazy funny meta commentary about otaku culture and this is kind of another show that i think that we vet, veteran weebs will love this show just because if you know a lot about like weeb otaku culture stuff like that You'll love it because it makes fun of a lot of stuff like the old otaku versus new otaku, uh, different types of otaku. They talk about Itasha in um, one of the episodes, actually, hmm. which is like because so like the, the entire premise of Magical Destroyers is that um, the world all of a sudden got taken over by this random dude who wears a TV on his head. And he decided otakus are banned 
Wait a the minute. Takuisms is gross and it's dumb. I've, I've seen Fully Cooley. I know what that's from. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then like Akihabara becomes like a war zone basically, and there's this guy named Otaku Hero who's like, "No, we must not give up our rights." And then they like he gets graced by the power of three magical girls who help him fight against uh, the people trying to get rid of Otaku stuff. And, and it's like a war zone. It's real fucking weird. And then they talk about like, uh, like I said, different types of otaku. Like there's the old otaku versus the new otaku. There's the Itasha episode, and that's about it so far for like um, things that they talk about. They do. It's it's very meta commentary. I, I really like it because of that. If you don't I'm like looking... meta commentary shows, then you might not like it. But the opening and the ending are they're crazy as fuck. I, I I'm love looking the at songs. The, I'm looking at this on on Annie chart right now, and the all of the characters have the most chuny ass names. Yeah, like it's uh, it takes the piss out of magical girls. It takes the piss out of otaku culture. It, it's so, it's funny in a meta way. And if you like that type of humor, I really recommend Magical Destroyers. Mm. I know a lot of people don't like it because they're like they don't understand the uh the writing. Because they're like, this is so dumb. It's so random. I'm like, it's not really random as much as it is just meta commentary. Mm. And it's entertaining in that regard, in my opinion, because of like, they have to go save pink. So there's like, there's red, there's blue, and there's pink for the magical girls. They have to go save pink. By your like, powers combined. <laughs> yeah, no, like they're magical girls. And like pink is a weirdo who wears a gas mask and says Gobu Gobu. And she doesn't actually say anything else but Gobu. And blue always has to translate for pink. And she's like, her entire stick is that she does drugs. <laughs> oh, that's wait, like drugs, drugs? Yeah, she takes a syringe and like her transformation is takes a syringe, stabs in her neck, and then like magical transformation girl hap se sequence happens. She what just loves drugs, dude. <laughs> like, With the power of this needle and me combined, I turn into a tweaker. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> tweaker girl. Because it's 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 cocaine a is a hell of a drug. It's a commentary on the absurdity of like the the prim and proper clean magical girl. It's like it's like they're on fucking ecstasy or something, dude. Like the whole fucking love everything, love saves the world type of shit. I'm like, yeah, they must be on fucking drugs, dude. Some really good drugs, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to the when when like Sailor Moon gets into the uh, the public domain and we get that reboot. Oh, oh god. god, but I. I don't know where Magical Destroyers is going, but I really like it. And again, the opening and the ending, every time I watch it, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening here? My brain is melting into a fucking pile of goo right now. Uh, is that so? Is that the so I've seen? I, I don't know if this is the show that it's from, but there's an OP I've seen, or at least I think it's an OP, it might be an ED from a show that's airing right now where it starts out kind of normal. And the longer it goes on, it just becomes more and more abstract. Is that what that is? The opening is like that, yeah. Okay, then that must be the clip that I've seen. It does look weird. Uh, the ending starts off real fucking weird. <laughs> it's just a weird fucking ending. Like, there's magical girls are in different outfits and they're washed up on the beach, like kind of dead. And they're caring for the main character guy who's in a hospital bed. And it's just like a really somber song playing. It just gets weirder and weirder. I, I don't know, man. It's it's a mind fuck of an anime, man. I I, I cannot recommend this enough to be honest because right. for veteran weebs just because like if you watch this you're gonna be like wow this is actually this is literature right here like this will go down in ancient weeb otaku culture literature wow big statement just like just just like uh martin scorsese this is cinema oh, <laughs> all right um who wants to go next 
I mean, John, oh, I know you've had this. You actually had this on the first one. So talk, talk about Ori Emo. Talk about your Ori Emo hot take. Come on. All right. First, All right. Here we go. Here we go. It's not a hot take. But before I get into the Ori Emo thing, I have to go take a dump. So, oh, an actual dump gonna, during the like, monthly dump. An actual dump, dump during the monthly dump. Um, I'm going to take a break for like 10 minutes. I'll be back. Okay, well, in but that case... I know where to pick uh, it up with the Ori Emo thing. Like, you'll, well, you'll uh, while, while you're gone, we'll have Chinoda go through some of his massive list he has written here. <laughs> All right. All right. Have a fun dump. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ancient Mager's Bride. Fucking great. I am loving it. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, you're going to spill your wine. <laughs> don't, eh, it's only this much left on this. Oh, I guess Natai's not joining. All right. Um, no, he's not here. No, I thought he would Anci- be. Ancient Magus like, Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, OPED, fantastic. Um, different. Don't love it as much as season one, but I do still really like it. Uh, mm. Sounds great. Um, actual characters and the story itself, it keeps on moving forward. Uh, new characters, all very interesting and unique. I really like that. It's just great all, overall, and like I'm a little bit sad that more people aren't talking about it. Like, I know it's a pretty like good season for anime, but it turned um, out that way. We didn't think it was going to be going. Yeah, we didn't it. think, but like it turned out that way. But I'm a little bit disappointed. And, like more people aren't talking about uh season two of uh Ancient Mega's Bride more consistently. I feel like it's got that um, re-zero thing going for it where the first season was, what, like four years ago, five years ago at this point? It's been a while. It's been, it's I don't been a while. Know. So I, yeah. I think it's I think it's got a little bit of that re-zero thing because when the second season of re-zero came around, like, yeah, people were talking about it, but not near as much as the first season. Oh, yeah. No, time uh, will do that to anything. And I think, I think it having that big gap between its first and second season really did hurt it. That's the unfortunate stuff, production and timing. Like, you just yeah. don't know what's going to succeed and what's not. But, like, having a too big of a uh, gap definitely doesn't help. Which I've never seen the first season of Ancient Magus Bride. And I know that's one you keep telling me to watch. Um, but from what I have heard, the people who did watch it back then generally liked it. I mean, it's it's got a pretty good rating for from people that have watched it. So, obviously, there's an audience for it. Absolutely. I don't know. Um, I just I feel like the the thing with the big gap between the first and second season is way more harmful to uh, production than a lot of people want to think it is. Unfortunately, the quality is still there though. It's consistent. That's what is wonderful. it the same studio? Oh, uh, I think Wit, so. wasn't it? Wit was the one that made it the first season, right? Yes. Is it still Wit. No, what? it's not. It's um, not. The first season was done by. Um, I know we uh, talked about this in the uh, season preview. I don't remember. Yeah. Though. So this season is being done by Studio Kafka. Kafka. Yeah, that's right. They changed studios for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I'm inter- I would be interested to learn what the hell's going on with that because that's new and different. Like yeah. they've done supporting work before, so I'm like, I'm not complaining, and they're pulling it off so far. But well, the only two things they've worked on so far have been Ancient Magus Bride related. Yeah, so they had the uh, OVA and, 
series that came out in 2021 they did and then now they're doing season two and i think they have something coming out later this year which is called the fuyu no okurimono yeah i have no clue what that is oh it's an anime original story so yeah i do need to see how much of the original staff stayed uh on to complete it because it looks very similar and like still feels like ancient megas pride uh season one so I think most of the staff is still there, or they're just doing an excellent job of uh, keeping it consistent. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Studio Kafka is something that like uh, sprung from Studio Wit. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, uh, research for later. Yes. Uh, Mashley is hilarious. It is. Is this the Harry almost... Potter show? Yeah, the Harry Potter Muscle Guy show. It. And like I, the latest episode just emphasized how much like Harry Potter uh, it is. Instead of a, a sorting hat, they had a, a skeletal unicorn. <laughs> but okay. it did the same exact thing. <laughs> okay. Um. But no, it, it's just a funny show. I I enjoy it, and like the hilarious shit Mash does just by the pure power of muscle it's it's so zany and it's out there it's wacky i just enjoy watching it and like the cream puffs are always hilarious he he, his main thing is he just loves cream puffs that is his thing he dreams about cream puffs um i actually watched the latest episode while eating cream puffs just because i was like i was shopping i saw cream puffs i'm like cream puffs are tasty cream puffs are great (laughs) hell What's even more hilarious? The ED is about cream puffs. <laughs> I'm like, and it's the banger too. I don't know why. Just like, uh, what is it? Um, Clanad has the ED dango, dango, dango. Oh, God. That's <laughs> old memories, Alex. Jesus Christ. That's a PTSD memory, is what that is, Chinoda. That it is wasn't a PTSD for me. Memory. Listen, that is tragic, and I will never recover. I, I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> so when I watched Clan End way back then, it didn't affect me like that. I don't know why. You so, are a heartless monster. Oh, I absolutely was. Um, Like, I didn't come into more proper adult emotions. I didn't process stuff more properly until I grew older. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think uh, sometime soon-ish. I, I have to go back and watch Clan Ed and like see if it actually affects me and I'm, from everything I've heard about what everyone says, I'm a little bit scared too. Alright. What else you got? Uh, okay. Oh, God. Uh, you wrote so much down, we gotta go through them. No, quickly. no, not that. Just what's next? Smartphone, Smartphone. Season 2. It Why are you me... watching this? How Why the... dare you say that exasperated voice. Smartphone season two is the <laughs> peak anime of the season, bro. I, I, John, probably smartphone season that. two wants me, makes me want to kill myself in excruciating ways. Oh. I hate it so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't know why I'm how... still watching. I'm hate watching it. It's so bad. I hate the maker. I hate the girls. I hate everything about it so much. Stockholm syndrome, ladies and gentlemen. Stockholm syndrome. It kind of is. It is. It's not even a hate watch anymore. <laughs> John, think... you were saying? 
I know smartphone is is bad. The source material is bad. They are adapting the source material almost verbatim. So it, it's a good adaptation in that regard, in my opinion, because it doesn't change very much from the source material. It's just a shame that the source material sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why That's this got a season point. two. I'm still watching it, though, just because I'm like, well, I read the light novel and I'm reading the manga still. So, I mean, I may as well. I'm, I'm, why not? I, I've got nothing better to do with my time. <laughs> I hate it so much. I don't know why I'm still watching it. It's it's so bad. I hate everything about it. In fact, I'm moving on from this. Fuck this shit. Okay. Um, well, since John's back, let him talk about yeah. Oremo. All right. Tell Last hot take. Hot. All right. Oremo is good, and I'm tired of pretending it's not. <laughs> you would out. know, Alex. You would know. I would know. And this is exactly why I say it. I say this because first and foremost, the you first would do well opening down here, song, the first opening song by Claris is the best Claris song ever. Okay. Like, um, oh God, what is it even called? So I don't even irony. It's called irony. Don't bring best Claris opening ever. Uh, secondly, I think the characters in Orimo are actually really amazing, all of them, except the main sister. <laughs> I understand that Orimo is a porn game, and that the true route is to date your sister, and it was a good adaptation because they adapted the true route. Even though ISA is best girl, I concede that it was a good adaptation. Because it went the visual novel true route for all the sick degenerates can out I, there. Can I, hold, I, ha I hate to stop you. Chinoda, is there like a murder going on in your backyard right now? What the fuck? The kids are playing outside. Jesus I can't really <laughs> Sorry, John. So that's my that's my hot take. It's Orimo is good. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't know why people clown on it. It's a pretty I think, good because I think it's incest and people aren't okay with it. John, okay, John, it could have been like, even better if they had just leaned into the fact that it's a porn game and showed the actual sex. Listen, I was upset when they did my girl dirty and shut her down because they they really didn't have to shut down all the different routes of being like, here's a potential thing, here's a cute episode. Also, he's not choosing her, and then they lead up to the whole I choose my younger sister thing, and then. Mm. They bitch out at the end anyway. And the worst part of Oriamo is the fact that he bitches out. If he doubled down and just said, <laughs> fuck it, I'm fucking my sister. We're a couple now. We're, we're doing this, mom and dad. Then I'm like, fucking respect, bro. Alabama all the way. Roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so Honestly, I'm surprised that when Oriamo came to the U.S., they didn't just call it Roll Tide. They really just should have. <laughs> Listen, if I was part of that English dub, I would <laughs> roll tie <laughs> <laughs> every time, right before edit, edit like an actual Crimson Tide T-shirt into the show. <laughs> but also, like jokes aside, legitimately, Orimo is it's good. It looks good, right? It's got really cute art style. The soundtrack's really good. Everything about it is good, other than the fact that he bitches out at the end of not dating his sister anymore. Where they they literally go out and he, they kiss during Christmas, and I'm like, you little punk bitch. Should have went for Wait, it. Wait, so they Should've... kiss, but they don't end up going out? Yeah, so like the ending of Orimo is the bad part because he doesn't commit to dating Spoilers, obviously. Spoiler, it doesn't, no one watches Orimo anymore. Who cares? No one's going to care about this. 
I find me the person who even knows what Orimo is anymore. No one really talks about it. Uh, <laughs> other, I mean, other than the fact that there's a small group of people who still like the porn. Like there's a bunch <laughs> of uh, dude. Every comic cat, there's always a new issue so, of Orimo coming out. So, <laughs> so morons. <laughs> Listen, I, don't lie, have, Alex. Uh, I know you're one of the people who buy it. <laughs> Listen, I ch- I choose classy incest, my friend. <laughs> what is classy incest? What does that mean? Uh, Koyomi and his sisters, of course. Oh, oh my god. god. That's like the worst incest. No, it is the best. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I kinda I, I wanna leave. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Um but yeah, no, I'm just saying Oromo is well produced. Everything about it is good. He has Even to the chug story his is mine now because of that. My, <laughs> my only problem is that he doesn't he has he doesn't commit and then it's just like it's a big fuck you at the end of like oh i dumped like why would you make such a big show of you denying the other girls routes and then him not committing to his the his choice it's dumb just just do the porn game route just commit to it have you drank a whole bottle of wine during this chinota jesus christ <laughs> yeah he's got to to get through all the shitty uh takes i know right I don't think my Oromo oh take is you that go. shitty. That's how you do it. That is I don't how think you my, can do it. I don't think my Oromo take is shitty. I think everyone is afraid to, to speak their truth about how Oromo yes, is actually everyone really is truly afraid to fuck their sister. You are right, John. <laughs> we should embrace this. We should normalize Not, it. You're taking fuck what I said sister. out of context. You're taking what I said out of context. <laughs> anyway... That's all. I'm a Floridian and I approve this message. Uh, Thank you all out there for dropping (laughs) by. Shit. I do want to. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I I know you've been holding that in for like a month and a half, though. I want to talk about Yamada-kun level 99. Why do you think it's actually pretty cute, Chinoda? Because she's such a sweetheart. The main character, she's a sweetheart. And like, it's she's super sweet. And that's why I really find it cute. Okay. But she's like 20 and he's like 17. We're not talking about that, though. <laughs> We're not talking about a grown-ass woman hitting on an underage kid. No? We're not We're, about no, that. we're not. We're not. I mean, we're we, like this we is, ignore uh, unique. This is not unique. Now, this you may be wondering, how do I know how old she is? She was drinking alcohol. I'm pretty sure the legal age to drink alcohol in Japan is 20, not 21. It is and now. I think it was 20. I don't remember. It's either 20 or 21. Anyway, point is, she's older than him by a couple years, which isn't an egregious thing, okay? Three-year gap, it's not too egregious, but it's kind of weird that she finds out he's a high schooler, and she goes, oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, though, it's not like she's, like, completely in love and is pursuing him at the moment. I know it's eventually... No, uh, it's it's, it's meet-cute, and it'll eventually get there, because, you know, it's a fucking rom-com, but I did read this manga, and I dropped it for the exact same reason I dropped the anime. I'm just like, I don't like the premise. I I don't like the fact that there's nothing redeeming about Yamada, and it's just all one-sided, and the main character girl kind of annoys the fuck out of me. I like how uh, our Google Doc automatically corrected it to Yamaha. Oh, it did it? Yamaha. Oh, fuck, it, it did. did. It did. <laughs> what the fuck? He's a guitar. Or is he a bike? <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, I, he has Skip and Loafer written down. I have not watched Skip and Loafer yet, but I know both of you keep screaming at me to watch this anime. It's really good. It's super <laughs> cute, man. <laughs> It's it's like 
it's a wholesome rom-com man like which is what I, I you know what it's something that i i, I kind of am in the market for and john says i'm gonna absolutely love it i think so and it. like here's the thing there's a little bit of comedy in there and, and it's like mostly romance. barely any romance like it's there oh, but it's, so it's building more. so slightly and it's, vaguely in the, the characters background and Skip and are really well written i really like all the characters it's overall just a really good show and again the first episode was literally remade shot for shot from the manga well, shot for you, that's for gotta shot. be great <laughs> well i mean why change the source material when the source material is perfect it's yeah. my opinion no um, seriously I don't think that's a hot take. Though. I think a lot of people who are watching Skip and Loafer are liking it. I, I think it's a hot take to hate Yamada, though, because a lot of people are watching it and like think it's amazing. And I'm like, it's not. It's actually pretty trashy, but whatever. I mean, a lot of people are saying Skip and Loafer is kind of like their surprise, like uh, love of the season. So Honestly, it didn't have a whole lot of like uh, marketing going into it. So no, it didn't. <laughs> so I'm glad that it took off at like it did. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think I've talked about it for those of uh, those who are watching our um, our weekly watch parties in the Discord server. I think once we catch up to everything, I'm gonna start watching Skip and Loafer as well. So good, um, good. There's like what we're pretty six good. episodes into that, <laughs> so there's plenty to watch. It's pretty good. I love the main character girl, and I love mm. her aunt. Now Chan is so cute. I love now. <laughs> oh, I love her. She's adorable. Oh, she's so like the fact that she's like. <laughs> The episode where she's going out with her friends, like, you're absolutely not going out dressed like that. <laughs> Take this $700 Gucci bag. And I'm like, yes, now, yes. <laughs> like, go ahead, girl. Oh, fuck. Like, that's taking care of your way. family. Yeah. Oh, her aunt's so cool, dude. Oh, man. I can't wait until we get to the uh, the arc about the aunt, about like all this. Oh, it's, ah, there's so much that's good about it. <laughs> like, Oshinoko if... and Skip and Loafer. Like Oshinoko, I, I read the entire thing before it even came out because it was it just it hooked me right when I like I basically I read the first episode and then it hooked me and I had to finish all of it. So I stayed up and read all of it. And then I did the same thing for Skip and Loafer. After I watched the first episode, I just really liked it a lot. So then I read the manga and I caught up because <laughs> it was that good. Well, I'm kind of looking forward to it now because it's like it's got a romance. It's got romance in it, but it's mostly slice of life and a little bit of comedy. I'm here for that. I'm really am. I'm glad to hear that. Um, you right. dislike skill. cheat skill. Okay, hold on. I also dislike cheat skill because it's so fucking unrealistic. However, I do know that a lot of people are liking the show. <laughs> and all I can say is the reason people like the show is because they're bullied. They were bullied as weebs <laughs> and they feel like this is they're living vicariously through this fucking show and it's not they healthy. are though <laughs> it's not healthy dude like the entire premise of cheat skill is that this dude who's fat and ugly and being bullied by everyone is a really nice guy he's got a real nice heart but then he inherits and everyone else in his life hates him like his family hates him and his siblings hate him and stuff like that people pick on him all the time real fucked up shit right mm. but he's got a heart of gold and because he has a heart of gold he magically inherits this house from his grandpa, which has a magical doorway that goes to another world. So then he levels up. And because he levels Narnia. up in, an in another world, he becomes super buff and cute and hot. And everyone loves him. But not because he's hot and cute now, because he has a really good heart. And I'm like, you know what would have been a much better show? If you just left out the Isekai shit, okay? And just made it so after he saved the main girl... Like that that girl that invites him to the new school where he gets like just show him as the fat guy, but he gets along with everyone because he's a nice guy. That that would have to me 
would have been a way better fucking premise for a show. Or, or if you wanted to have like a, a message about that, here's the thing you do. I mean, you could still have the isekai stuff if you wanted to, but it doesn't need it. But make it so that the guy becomes thin and like nice and healthy looking and, and beautiful, but he has the exact same personality and show and show how people treat him differently because he looks different. Like there's they, a good premise. You can you can say like uh, the main character gets invited to the school because he has a good personality and his personality doesn't change. He's still a really nice guy, hmm. but they focus so much. Like literally every fucking episode, whenever he goes out, people go, oh, "What a hot guy! He's a hunk. Is he a model?" And he literally models in one of the episodes. Yeah, and it's just like they continually talks about this. I'm like, so are you are you sure that you want to say that he has a good heart? Because definitely no one is talking about how good of a person he is because of his heart. They're literally just focusing on his fucking physical appearance. Hmm. I'm like, I hate it's. I'm watching it and I read the manga. <laughs> uh, it's real fucking stupid. It's real dumb. I I can't say that it's good. So I do agree with your disliking cheat skill. I'm honestly surprised at how many people like it though, because it's so, it's it's a nothing burger of like fucking power fantasy of like, oh, if I was a hot guy, people would love me. I'm like, it, it maybe if you had a good personality, I guess. But this this show does not do any of that. Like she, the dude does have an actual nice personality. Yeah. But literally every episode, every fucking episode centers around the first 10 15 minutes of it is going to be like or more like the first five ten minutes of it is going to be look at that hot guy i'm like i don't we get it and he's it's hot. like look at this hot guy and like look how nice he is and it's, it's just wanking him off i'm like yeah all right like, i get if it they, if they just made it so he gained confidence on his own and he kept his ugly appearance of like being fat and stuff like that and people still treated him better because he's like he's actually a nice guy i would have respected this anime a lot more but they don't do that. It's it's a fucking circle jerk of an anime. And I'm honestly surprised it's like even rated. I wouldn't say it's rated fairly highly on Crunchyroll. It's like sitting at a, I think people are rating like 4.5, which is in my opinion, pretty high. Cause like other shows like Kamikatsu, they're rating at like a fucking 3.9. So I'm like, you guys are, you guys fucked up. Man. Kamikatsu is great. <laughs> All right. <sighs> what else you got, Shinoda? I know you only um, have a few more left. Yeah. I hate the aristocrats uh otherworldly adventures. It's so bad. It's, it's like smartphone. It's garbage. It is pure <laughs> okay, utter I, garbage. I, agree with that. That's I don't not a hot know take. why That's people are agreeable. watching it. Because it's Ugh. power fantasy, dude. It's it is little power fantasy. He's a fucking 10-year-old though, and he's, he's getting girls, and I'm he's like getting what bitches the fuck left and right. Going on? He's engaged everything. to the princess, he's getting engaged to the Duke's daughter, now he's engaged to the fucking everybody. Like he's getting bitches left and right Whole i'm just everything. like what the fuck is this garbage why am i watching this it's so bad like i'm legitimately thinking okay. about dropping I, it because I, it's the same I, copy paste garbage over and over i i read the manga okay it's very much turn your brain off and don't even think about it it's a it's a filler show in my opinion it's your stereotypical isekai garbage it's a filler show uh unfortunately for me i live for that so i love watching it <laughs> 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 there's the hot take that's not a hot take at all i think there's a listen there's a lot of people out there who like watching trashy isekai all right 
It doesn't matter. It's isekai and it's trashy and I love it. You are single-handedly keeping this genre in business. No, it's me and John. I don't know why I'm watching See, it. He but says I am. he hates it and he still watches it. <laughs> At least I'm honest. Yeah, exactly. About it. Like, I, don't know I know why it's I do bad, this. but I like watching bad shows like this. So I don't care. <laughs> and I will continue uh. to do it until, until. All right, I'm making you a promise. Whenever vending machine comes out, all right, I reincarnated <laughs> as a vending machine comes out with their anime. I will stop watching Isekai. 100%. That is a lie. That That's is an outright lie. I'm making you a promise. <laughs> when if ever vending machine comes out, Isekai vending machine ever comes out, I will stop watching Isekai. Didn't That's they the announce an anime? I really want. No, not even close. Could have sworn they did. No, yeah, they did. They they announced a, a manga for it. Like I think two years ago, and they just Jamie, the manga. Jamie, just, look it up. Just called vending machine in another world or some shit. I reincarnated as a vending machine in another world. Yeah, just vending machine isekai. Like it's it's good, dude. Like watch it. It's good. Read the manga. Jesus fucking Why not Christ. Amazing. Uh, Y'all reborn as a vending machine. I now wander the dungeon. Yes. Okay. Ba, 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 ba. Um, there is oh, an God. anime that's been announced. Boom! No fucking told you. What? Fucking told you. Oh, I knew shit. about this. It starts oh, in July. Shit. Oh fuck! I'm so hyped. Oh shit! It's so good, dude. I was like, I knew I heard something about this. You guys are gonna watch it, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, I can't believe this is actually really good." John was right, and I'm like, "I fucking told you." It's also I'm gonna hate the fact that you probably are right. I'm gonna be like, "Also, it's also already been licensed by Crunchyroll." Yes. (laughs) (laughs) John's so fucking hyped. I've I'm, I've been trying other streaming services. I thought Crunchyroll's mobile app was bad. I was fucking wrong, man. Crunchyroll's the best of the best right now. And I'm like, <laughs> why? How? How could Crunchyroll's mobile app be the best of the best? It's so shitty. And yet here we are. High Dive Funimation's players are garbage. I fucking absolutely hate them on mobile. Oh, absolutely yeah, yeah. hate them. All right. So if I can say I hate those shows, I think the marginal service belongs in a goddamn landfill. I was so upset. I really wanted. We were talking about this service. in the season preview. Yeah, I, I really wanted it to be good, but they it's it's so silly of a concept. Like uh, it talks about, it's basically about racism and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's very heavy handed with the whole like we hate illegal immigrants and they're the ones bringing crazy drugs into our country. Ah, how very Japanese. They lean so heavily into it. And I'm like, ooh, the xenophobia is strong with this one. (laughs) Can you read what's underneath the underneath? What it's really about? Yeah, like I I thought it was going to be a a goofy show. It's not. It's very seriously talking about like they take everything so seriously. It's so bad. And it seems like a premise that if they actually leaned into the absurdity of it, like you could still have messages in it, but just lean into how absurd it is. I thought it was going to be absurd because of the whole like buff people thing and like Sugita was in it. So I thought it was going to be like um, another Gintama, you know, where it's just like it's just goofy as shit. I was wrong. They're they're very serious about like being very anti um immigrant <laughs> it's very bad very very bad <laughs> is there anything redeeming about this show like the no, style, not a the single music, not even. goddamn like maybe the fact that you can hear sugita's voice maybe I that mean, and that even is then a, this is a selling point i guess i i watched the first three episodes and i was like i can't i can't with this whole heavy-handed like we hate illegal immigrants thing it's so apparent of why they made this into a show 
like e even if it wasn't that like i don't give a shit about that i'll be honest i really don't but like as a show on its own it's just so bad it yeah, doesn't you know, look good it doesn't like, sound um, good it it's so generic just we get a, we get shows like, like 86 characters. right where it's like yeah. racism bad it's like okay yeah i can understand that sentiment then you get shows like Marginal Service where it's like, well, actually, racism is actually pretty good, especially when those immigrants are bringing illegal drugs into the country. And I'm like, damn, this is Donald Trump, the anime. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know who would love Marginal Service people? Trump supporters. I'll say that. And it's That's hilarious, a, too, because like two of the main characters is like American. They're Americans. As well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it, I do think that there is a way that you can show, like, you, you mentioned, like, 86, which obviously the message of that is, you know, racism is really bad and you shouldn't be a racist. Yeah. Um, but I think you can have an interesting story where you're actually looking at that from the other side, where you're seeing, like, what makes people racist, how they become racist. Okay, let me tell you something. Don't forget to don't forget me. Episode, I think it's, like, six or seven in um, Kekai Sensen literally explores this topic and yeah does it oh, way yeah. better in a 20 minute fucking run but it can be done it, it can definitely be done yeah, it can definitely be done because the oh my god let me talk it's one of my all-time favorite one of these episodes. days i'm gonna watch it dude you, you need really to watch need... it's so good and that episode... like i would honestly say it's worth going ahead and buying the blu-ray before you even watch it because it's that good I love Kekai Sansen. Me and Natai never shut up about Kekai I know. Sansen. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Don't Forget to Don't Forget Me is such a beautiful episode. And it deals with uh, xenophobia and, um, like, anti-immigration anti and stuff like that. Like, it's literally about a mushroom dude who wants to eat a hamburger. That's his entire purpose. He just wants to have a hamburger. But they don't want to serve him because he's an alien. Hmm. And it's fucked up, like, what the humans do and like, his life. And, oh, God. Oh, the episode's so good. And like you, you get emotional over it too. You don't I cry to. over the episode every time I watch it, just because of how strong of an impact it's made on me. And like, it's, it's real fucked up how people treat other people sometimes just because there's something they're labeled as something like as problematic like that. Like, mm -hmm. so much hate in the world, you know. And to watch marginal service just shit all over that and be like, no, it's it's right to hate on immigrants because they do shit like this. And I'm like, the government does that. The fucking CIA. <laughs> Don't assassinate me for saying this, CIA. But however, you brought cocaine into this country to fund wars. If if anyone is looking to get on a podcast, we're about to have an opening soon. <laughs> <laughs> this is well known. <laughs> Everyone knows they did this. This is why we had the Cuban Missile Crisis. The get whole contra shit. Duck. They don't give a fuck, dude. Anyway. Anyway, uh, let's talk. Uh, Chinoda, I got like five minutes, so let's go. Last okay, one. Okay. Last one. Very last one. Legendary Hero is dead. Trashy, but I'm enjoying it. Like, um, I gotta say, you very rare for a person to say that because a lot of the people I've seen watching it say, "Yeah, it's bad." I'm like, "Yeah, I agree, it's bad." I read <laughs> the manga. I thought it was bad. Uh, I saw the first two episodes. I was like, "Yep, I was right. It's still bad." Um, I, this is a very hot take. <laughs> I've never seen anyone say they actually enjoyed this show. Yeah, I, I know it's an actual hop take by me of all people. Um, like, I, I don't know why you like it. Like, what is redeeming about this show, bro? So, the main character, he's a filthy pervert, but like, he has a bit of a good heart. And I'm like, I can appreciate that about him. Um, 
genuinely funny moments and funny characters at which I didn't expect but I'm I was like okay I'm here for this um the side characters are actually a bit interesting as well as the overall story while just like meh it keeps my attention and I'm just like huh I don't know what it is about this show it's got to be but it keeps humor me- or something bro I don't know like I, I don't get the appeal of the show. I mean, that's the thing. I laugh at like almost anything. I'm so easy to please. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> so like the fact that this show of all things, it it just keeps me going. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but like I like it. And the fact that, <laughs> and the fact that the whole um op is just based around uh putting on tights uh, on women and whatever. It's just yeah, hilarious. like I thought that was funny—the whole tights around women thing. Like he, he truly believes that to get to world peace, you need to, all women need to have tights. And I'm like, bro, I can get down with that. Like this is a very nice hair. That's very uh, Roy Mustang. It, it, <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. But like, all it female works. officers will wear tiny mini skirts. <laughs> God bless you, Mister Mustang. God bless you. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, and like it has a uh, little moments here and there where uh, it gets a little bit deeper. I'm like, huh, okay, that's it's weird, but like I don't mind it. And it, but it doesn't come around too often. But when it does, it's like, oh, okay. Um, I just like the show, and I, I think people aren't giving it the chance that it deserves, honestly. Like, I know it's not good, the best of the best or anything like that, but I think it's better than uh Bro, i've heard i've heard very many stinky opinions like this is probably one of the most stinky i've ever heard of in my life <laughs> <laughs> this is straight up the probably the stinkiest opinion even charlie's takes on freaking jojo's hasn't been as stinky as this hey we mentioned it he likes part two so i mean that's you know it's good it's a good it's part. hard to hate I mean, someone who likes jojo's part two well, I mean, I, I get why he likes... I, I think my favorite is part two as well, but I have to concede that part four and part five are way better. Just story-wise, everything-wise, it's better. It is. Technically, but they like, don't have Sagita. But they don't have Sagita. Only part three does. All right. But all that's right. it for me. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's it. it. All right. Well, that is it. Um... I guess, uh, yeah, thank you everyone for dropping in to watch us. Do not forget to uh, like, comment, subscribe, uh, all that good stuff. If you like what you saw and want to see more, check down below to find links to Anime Club, After Dark, on Twitch, on Twitter, on Discord, to always be on top of what all the things we have going on. I I fucked that up. Uh, To be in the loop with all the things we have going on. I can fucking read uh, and to chat with your fellow fans. Um, We also have a merch store down there as well. We got shirts, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff to show off your love for Anime Club After Dark to your friends and any family that already thinks you're weird. Um, And any purchases you make there do really, really help us out. Uh, With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight. Thanks for enjoying this dump. I did. I I rewrote the outro to make it sound, Uh, you know, No wonder. Doesn't sound practiced at all. I, this is the first time I've done it, actually. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Uh, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I do these things beforehand. Scuff stream. Scuff stream. Scuff!